Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, and Captain Patrick navigating the latest boating news and information. Hi, hi, Captain, how are you? Doing fine, Greg, yourself? Okay. I'm, I'm okay. You're, I, looking, I'm you're, looking, you're looking chipper. Well, you know, I, I had a, success, a successful uh, Florida Spiny Lobster mini season, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, and now the regular season's about to open. You've been so talking I, about this now for three weeks, how successful it was. Yes, it's a um, fever. We, we, we it's get, a fever. We, it's we kind of it. a virus that you get around this time of year as a Florida... Yeah, take off know. the lobster shell crown. No, that's part of the whole, you know, thing. Yeah, you know, what's amazing is the tan is still in effect. I, have, I haven't seen that much color in your skin since... Uh, I guess since what? Uh, since you you're, since about three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's all about uh, uh, being the lobster to catch the lobster. The only problem is the darker your skin gets, the whiter your mustache and beard become. Well, true. There's a contrast there. Yeah, there but, is. But the thing is, once again, you know, it, and it's not really a, a browning as much as it's a redding. Yeah. But, when, but I, when, I I, I want to lull the uh, uh, lull the uh, lobsters into a false sense of security into thinking like, oh yeah, uh, I'll get in that boiling pot of water and get a little uh, get a little color on my shell. Yeah, no, but I would think problem. that I would think that when you're your normal translucent self, you know, because you're almost see through, that it'd be easier to catch them because they wouldn't see you coming. You don't. You'd almost be like the predator underwater where you just camouflage into the background well i am kind of ghost-like in that sense so yeah you know i i could see how you would think that way uh so i guess uh, you know i have the best of both worlds yeah except when you become more translucent the beard and mustache actually become like blonde but yeah the the, the redder the darker you get the more gray platinum blonde that's not platinum blonde yeah, it is that is not but <laughs> then, then mine's platinum blonde too well you don't have any hair baldy come on uh, talking about beard and mustache oh oh yes okay well there's that uh, you well, yours is a little bit more trimmed you got more of the kind of just the soul patch thing going the scruffy you know brad pitt kind of thing you're working on is that what it is or what no look at look at these babies man they come way down this is making me really uncomfortable and then, then sweep back towards my jawline but that's to cover the scar oh from, from when i broke my jaw all right yeah so okay. there's there's a there's a method to my uh mustache madness okay it's not just about uh your manscaping no it's 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 uh didn't I chick, already chick, say chick stick scars? Except oh. <laughs> when when they're staring you right in the face. Okay. Well, he's doing it to cover scars. I'm doing it to lull uh, lobsters into a false sense of security. I think I win that one. Moving on to boating news and information. Yep. Don't we have some? Uh, we do. And uh, you know, we have been searching for years, may- maybe maybe almost a decade now, for the perfect boat for you. 
For me. For you. Right? I mean, we, we have been. I've already uh, found that. A friend of mine owns it. Yeah, the perfect boat for you, my the perfect boat for you is the one that you don't have to that you don't own. You don't have to do maintenance on. You don't exactly. have to pay for the fuel. Right. You don't have to drive it. Mm-hmm. You can just sit in a deck chair and say, "Okay, see you." Go that wanna, way. Yeah. Drop me off here. I'm gonna go catch some lobsters and go look at the reef and stuff. Yeah, but I, th- I think we 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 finally did find the boat for you. Okay, if I was actually gonna buy a boat. You have found it. We have. Okay. And, and it it's, is? It's, it's made by a, a company in, uh, I believe, Arkansas. It's called, uh, it's a glory boat. Hmm. And um, they sell, let me see where it is, for, for about like $2,800. $2,800? These, yeah. These are, these are really sweet. This because can't be you a see, very big vessel then. It's a multiple use. It's actually a uh, casket that is okay. a boat. It's a casket? Are you kidding me? No, I am not. It really is a casket. It is a casket. But it, it looks like a uh, an aluminum... John boat. John boat, and it has a topper to it that kind of just closes like a casket over the top yeah. of the John boat. I guess they got tired of hearing all those stories about people, guys who were actually getting buried in their boats. Um, hmm. So is that what it's being used for? It, these are caskets. So... <laughs> That would be kind of awkward, wouldn't it? If you know you want to send your deceased boater off into the wild blue yonder, and well, I I, I guess part. Hey, of look! Is, I, hey, there's a boat over there, and I don't see it. We, I think it's ours, man. Let's go get it. Oh, here's the thing: you get you could get you could get it in woodland camo, marsh grass, and pink camouflage. Okay, is it is this supposed to sink or something? After no, you bury it. <laughs> You bury the boat. <laughs> you bury it. It's a casket, man. Oh, okay. So it, I got you now. So it isn't really designed to float on the water necessarily. Right. It's Unless a, it is maybe for the ceremony, and then you can take it out and just chuck it in a hole. I guess you could say chuck it. I mean, you know, you, you can have a lot of fun at a boat ramp with it. How so? What do you mean? What well, are you going to do? Think of, think of the hilarity that would ensue that <laughs> When you the, the normal boat ramp from. follies, and you know you bring this thing there, and you know it gets launch goes awry, and it opens up, and there's a body inside of it. It, it does sound like it has Halloween prank written all over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now this company's been in business for about a year, and this is on, of course, the uh, World of Boating Facebook page, and mm-hmm. can be found at worldofboating.com. So if anybody is, uh, you know, looking for if, a if, boat, if you have if you have a, a family member who who was into boating or, or fishing. And again, there's been those stories over the years where, you know, there's this big funeral procession and, right. you know, that they're, they're going to bury the guy in the boat or, you know, whatever. Look, they're dead. Keep the right. boat. Buy one of these. They're not going to know the difference. Well, what? Just so you could say it's a nice. Well, no, don't, is- don't, don't bury him with a good boat. <laughs> bury him with a crappy John boat. Bury him with one that was made for them to be buried in. And they then, can't complain about it. Then take their boat and go fishing. Okay, there's that. Yeah, you know this is really hitting a little too close to home, though. I got to tell you, I just lost a, a good boat. I know you did, and, and he'd probably appreciate this. But he's a sailboater, or he was. We could, you could put a mast on that. I guess you could. I of course, you could. you'd have to but dig. I, a, you'd have knowing, to dig a really deep hole. But knowing him and most boat captains. Uh, you know, uh, being kind of crotchety and uh, a little colorful with the salty language kind of goes with the territory of being a boat captain. And 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 if you did this uh, to your, you know, your your fallen boat friend or or loved one, 
I, I think they would come back and haunt you in your dreams. How do? You, how dare you bury me in a john boat? You, I would have been caught dead in that thing. And but I, you were. <laughs> Good point. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I see some plus side to it. Well, I mean, if you if you're a boater in like Louisiana in the swamps or down in the Everglades, like, oh yeah, bury me in a jump boat. That'd be awesome. It's what I use every day. But you know, it, well, it you also be, have to think if you ever have one of those uh, uh, maximum flooding moments like they had in New Orleans with Katrina, where you know all the uh, caskets were popping up out of the ground. True, it's it, a boat. It would be uh, like its own. It could you become know. also a rescue craft for people who are stranded. Right. Well, that's true. <laughs> but then they'd kind of get up and... Well, okay, just let's don't, climb just the don't open oh, it. Oh, no. I'm out of here. Just don't open it. But, I yeah, that's... Uh, Morbid <sighs> and kind of uh, well, comical I mean, at the same time. There, there's something for everyone. I, I know uh, Carl Hyacin, uh the very prolific uh, Florida author, I mean, writes some... some awesome uh crazy stories about florida books yeah some have been made in movie and uh, tv series and stuff like that uh i think one of his first ones that he did um a bass fisherman you know with one of the uh uh, metal flake boats and stuff Mm -hmm. they had turned it into a casket yeah you know i was gonna say wouldn't you be better off just going to like the boat yard and, and getting an old john boat that someone had discarded it'd be a lot cheaper and just stretch some well, you know, I, I, saran I, wrap over the top of I, it. I, oh, that'll do. I, I think Charlie will love that. I think that there are certain laws and regulations concerning um, things that you are going to put in the ground that contain human bodies. Ah, so okay. I, so I, this I, one is uh, this this one meets casket all, certified. <laughs> I I believe so, and I mm. would imagine that there is such a. I mean, you just can't really dig a hole anymore and drop a casket. I mean, you are talking about Arkansas. Yeah, maybe you can. Okay, see, just saying. But I know here in Florida, I mean, it's got to you got to it's got to be walled off with concrete, and you know, it's all, it almost becomes its own crypt that you're going to put the casket into. Mm-hmm. So it's it's again, it's a different animal. It, yeah. it is. But this is the boat for you. Uh, uh, well, I don't know what you're trying to say. Uh, I, I just try, it's it's value conscious. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a measly twenty eight hundred dollars. I don't you have can, long. Uh, you can get left it in on pink. This earth is what you're saying. That's what I'm hearing. I think you'll be with us. You're going to take me out, aren't you? Shh. (laughs) All right, we got more on the world of boating. Let's see if I at least make it through the commercial break. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast oh my god brian this ship it's it's unbelievable it's even more magnificent than i imagined wrote a note be back in a minute Bought a boat and I sailed off in it Don't think anybody's gonna miss me anyway I know this thing's gonna sink, but I'm having a good time Come on in, the water's nice Find yourself a little slice Grab a backpack and lines you never know until you try There! Jump onto that mooring rope! When you lose yourself We have to get on that ship! You find the key to paradise this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, navigating the latest boating news and information. And I made it. Um, I'm not planning to get one of those boats, not anytime soon at least. So uh, I think we'll be okay. Or I will. Yeah, but, you know, but if you want a boat casket, now you know where to go. Google it uh, in Arkansas someplace. And, uh, you know, or just, you know, maybe just don't die. That would probably be. That'd be better advice. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, let, let's put it this way, but Greg. Mm-hmm. Both you and I, in the last four years, yeah, have both had near-death experiences. Okay, or just had a health, you know, incident pop up. Yeah, sure. Well, mine wasn't a health incident. Well, I, yeah, got, I got, got hit head-on by a truck while well, I was okay. on my motorcycle. Right. <laughs> That wasn't a health incident. Yeah. That was some moron who decided to come out of a center turn lane at full speed mm-hmm. and, and took me and my Harley out. Right. Point taken. Okay. And your point is, though. But we did both suffer, I mean, yeah. near death. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, our lives they, flash in front they, of us. Listen, oh, well, this could be as, it. As bad as mine was, they didn't have to crack my chest open. Right. You know, I mean, I got a, I got a nasty scar on my, my, my left quads. Mm-hmm. You, you've got one right down your... Uh, 
your your chest there. Yeah, my my scar's way cooler. Yeah, but chicks they, dig it. That they're not they're not buying that. It's a shark bite. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> you know, sharks don't bite in a straight line. Oh man, during Shark Week a couple weeks ago. Oh man, boy, I was milking it. Did, did you have the only shark that had orthodontia? <laughs> They were like, wow, I didn't know they could, uh, you know, bite in a straight line like that. I was like, it was a sawtooth shark. Ah, nice. Mm -hmm. Anyway, where are you going with this? What do you mean? Well, you had had brought it up. I mean, it's, it's, you know, yeah. I mean, we. You just got to think about it is what you're saying. Or plan ahead. I guess guess at at some point. I'm going to leave it to the the people left behind. They can figure out what to do. Yeah, and that's where you wind up. But I don't want to be buried in a job boat. Let me just put that out there. Uh, I'd just uh, burn me up, throw me in the ocean or something instead. I'd take that instead. But anyway, okay, teach his own. You, we heard it here live. Well, I'm just, you know, whatever. I don't really care. I'm not here to enjoy it. So, you know. But uh, uh, do we got some other more uplifting things? To, let's, let's focus on life, the well, living, well, Patrick. I, I tell you, we, we've, we've got a, a uplifting slash downlifting story. And then we're going to talk about some, some serious stuff as it relates to uh, what happened on uh, uh, Table Rock Lake with the, with the duck boat. Well, we'll get to that oh, later yes. in the show. Yeah, okay. But we're not going to dwell so much on the uh, what had happened, but things that maybe you could do uh, in the future to prepare yourself for just such an event. Yeah, but, or just don't go on those tours. Well, again, we'll, we'll, we'll get into this uh, a little bit later. But, All right. Um, Newport Beach, California. You familiar with the Newport Beach, California, Greg? Yeah. I think you were just uh, out there, weren't you? Uh, Newport Cool Cigarette started, right? Yeah. So, I don't know if that's true. Probably. Newports? When you were growing up, when you were a kid, you know, when you were uh, practicing years ago, yeah, when you were when you were up in Ohio and you were practicing your your figure skating uh, for the Olympics. Um, what did I tell you about things that we're not supposed to talk about on that's the radio? A, that's, a, that's a little known story, but it is true. You rat uh, bastard. Okay, your so point is: Did you ever do? How do I want to put it? Stupid stuff when you were growing up. What like uh, figure skating? Well, daredevilish type stuff like uh, dare, like dares. Yeah. Okay. There were a few. Uh, anything that you can disclose on the air? Well, I used to kind of think of myself as a trapeze artist, and like we'd have this uh, local, you know, recreational area, like a, a community center in the, in the neighborhood, uh-huh. and they had these big, tall cement walls that were probably about. I don't know, maybe 12 inches thick. So you'd have this 12-foot tall wall uh, that would ramp up and divide, you know, part of the park up. But you could walk up on it if you were uh, manly and ballsy enough to get up there and do that and kind of do a little tightrope walk all this. All, you know, it'd be like, you know, several hundred yards long and you'd walk this thing. And it'd be, you know, when you're a kid and you're only like four feet tall, that's a pretty high uh thing to fall from you hear what i'm saying and you'd fall you'd fall on the you know the sidewalk but i'd, I'd go up there and i'd run uh down this wall like a maniac and i was like look at me i can do like the flying trapeze guys so, so were you like the original parkour guy before yes, uh, parkour I would say, became thing before, yeah instead of parkour i would just go hey look at me i'm an idiot uh, i might fall off this thing and crack my head open but hey uh, oh, you, we don't have cell phones yet. Crap. Can't even take my picture. Well, tell my mom I'm up here. And if I fall off, uh, we'll tell her, too, to call the hospital people. Well, growing up over in uh, the Space Coast here, yeah. you know, if 
if the surf was down and you know we'd go out and surf in some insane conditions tropical storm type stuff right stuff 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 that i wouldn't do now um because i i couldn't possibly paddle out in that nonsense Mm -hmm. um and skateboard stuff no wait wait let me get this straight you you just wouldn't do it now because you don't have the energy because you're too old to paddle out there because i'm because i'm smarter because when i was oh okay when i was younger you would spend i mean if we couldn't use the pier uh, at Cocoa Beach to sneak past, go out to the end, and jump off. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had to try to paddle out in that nonsense. Right. And by the time you finally got to the outside, you were so wiped out that, and you catch one wave, and then you're you're immediately back inside. And now you got you got to spend another thirty minutes, you know, try to battle battle through that stuff. Yeah, you so know, you might as well just jump off so quicker. It, and having surfed further south than than pier at times, right? So uh, now you don't bother with that, and you say, "Hey, Junior, oh, you should have do do what I did back in the day. You'll be fine." I, I, I had enough big surf Costa Rica last November, yeah, and, and, and that, that that was enough to sustain me for till about now. So it's time to get back out there. But one of the other things that you know we would do out there at times was uh, we'd go out to the Banana River, Indian River, the mm-hmm. Causeway bridges, yeah, and we would uh, jump. Off the bridges, okay. Yeah, and uh, out in Newport, uh, there was a guy, and he decided to jump off the bridge. How high? Um, not really that high. The problem was there was a boat passing underneath him at the time. No, um, it's like a cartoon show. Uh, it perfect. is perfect because if you can make out his body and the big canopy of the boat. Right where he, I mean, is a perfect catch as, as far as a, a picture mm-hmm. right there. So you don't bounce off that canvas. It's not a trampoline. Yeah. Um, so he actually went through the canvas, uh, through the top, and injured a lady that was in the boat. He jumps off the boat, swims away um, before they could catch him. Yeah, you're supposed to look before you jump. Or maybe not jump at all would probably be a smarter no, you way you always look. We would always look before we, we, yes. we jump. Yeah. Okay, don't be that guy. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. We are navigating the latest boating news and information, and then just a bunch of stuff that one and two, our uh, crack news team, have thrown our way. Yeah, you know, it's it's the height of boating season, so, you know, industry stuff coming out is a little slow. Uh, boating stuff coming out is a little slow. Everybody's too busy boating. Well, they're too busy boating. Right. Um, weather hasn't turned yet. Um, no hurricanes down here. No snow up north. Uh, boat show season is mere months away. Um, think about it, August, September, October, November. Yep. I mean it's it's uh, it's it's fast approaching. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's going to fill up quick towards the end of the year. But we do still have uh, the uh, news that the guys managed to uh, what we would refer to as the flotsam and jetsam of uh, boat news that one and two pick up. Right. Uh, Greg, where are all the yachts in the world on the water well 
maybe. But um, the top 20 countries that, Morocco. Have, that have the most yachts. Is it Morocco or, or no, Monaco? Monaco. Because uh, <laughs> of the Monaco boat, Joe. I'm going with that one. <laughs> no. It's not that? No. You'd be surprised. Monaco is actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seventh okay. on the list. All right. First be Fort Lauderdale. That's not a country. Oh, yeah, the country. Well, U.S. <laughs> okay. So I'll go with U.S. being in the top three. U.S. is number three. There you go. I'm the guy who knows. You got to take a guess at number one? For countries, huh? For Let's countries. Um, Italy. Good job. Yeah. Number right? one. Look at that. Give yourself a bell. Yeah. I deserve it. There you go. I'd like money, though, instead. Please. 199 yachts on average. 199 yachts in yep. Italy? Yep. Average average length, 178 feet. Hmm. This is a pretty comprehensive list. Yeah. Uh, obviously France, got some money. France is number two at okay. 147. Right. Uh, average length, 169 and a half feet. U.S., number three. What's the average length for U.S.? 12 inches. Yeah, I was going to say, size matters, doesn't it? It does. Evidently. If you want to get into the number one or two position. Or coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Mind the boat. 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 Mind the Vessels of freedom, harbors of healing. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. We're number three. We're, We're number, number three. three. USA. Number three. US. US. Okay, whatever. Fort sure. Lauderdale. Fort. It is Fort Lauderdale in uh, the U.S. is the largest boating uh, area, isn't it? For Yatich, Yatich is a um, engineer would say. I, I, I've I, heard this I, before. I've heard this figure like from the boat show people down there at the. Yeah, uh, but that's when it's boat show time. No, the, the no, they just said there. for the Fort Lauderdale economy, it's like a two billion dollar industry. Just for oh well, Fort yeah, but, I mean they they have alone. some some they have some very large shipyards there, mm-hmm. and being and as, ships obviously being as how it is. Uh, in a great area as far as access. Right. Um, you know, boats coming over from the Caribbean or, you know, mm-hmm. transatlantic boats, stuff like that. Right. Um, and the fact that the weather all year round, you know, you're pretty much, you can have your vessel worked on uh, versus if you're up north, uh, unless you're looking for an off-season type thing where it's going to be inside, but trying to put a, a you know, 178-foot yacht inside a building. Right. So what you're saying is that you don't know, but it makes sense that Fort Lauderdale would probably be the biggest area for boats in the u.s i'm going to agree not to agree to disagree with okay. that statement i'll take that as a yes okay so the u.s uh 143 yachts on average 143 yep feet no 143 yachts on average per what uh average length is 155 feet okay so, what was 143 yachts per what what do you mean 
Uh, let me see per here. Square so mile or something? Shows the yachts reported position. Okay, so this is the number no, of yachts right. between July 23rd and July 27th. Oh, that were sold? No, that were in the area. Of the U.S.? Yes. Okay. All right. I guess. Then okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Yep. There's more than 143 yachts in the U.S. waters. The following table shows the top 20 countries where yachts last reported a position between July 23rd and July 27th. And it was only 143? To, according to Vessel Tracking Services compiled by Bloomberg. Hmm. Okay. I didn't write the article. I just read the article. They're not taking into account all the drug dealers that are cruising over for the Bahamas for the evening, uh, making a deposit or a pickup, and yeah. They're, so it's probably way higher. We probably are number one. It's just they can't track them. You think? Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Anyway. Uh, number four is Greece, uh, followed by Spain, Croatia. Which I know a lot of people, you, know, you think Croatia and Serbia. Well, no, you're talking about the med, man. I mean, you're a hotbed of uh, yachting. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Monaco, Canada, uh, Turkey, Montenegro, Australia, United Arab Emirates, which is actually surprising because... Yeah, they got a lot of, lot of money over there. Well, they have a lot of money, but th- I think the reason why they're, they're way down on the list is... Their uh, moral laws, morality laws that they have on the books as far as alcohol and women and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, They've been known to board the occasional yacht and haul everybody off to jail. So uh, maybe maybe that's why it's not such a... uh, Or or they uh, get on a boat and get out of... You know, uh, country water, so they can enjoy those two th- elements that you just mentioned. Yeah, and then they're waiting for you when you come back because they're not stupid. Well, no, they drink it all, and it, <laughs> there isn't. There, oh no, we don't have any. Yeah, I don't think that. Well, you you spend time over there. Yeah, like in the airport, right? Yeah. Well, no, I, I've been over uh, Dubai. Was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to Dubai, but what about it? What do you mean? Well, I mean, you, were you wait? Were you drinking over there? You can. I think we can. They they, they can't. Yeah. Or they're not supposed to. But but it's obviously much more limited than what we're used to in yeah. the states. But they got everything, you know, that we have times ten. You know, like uh, you know, the largest mall in the entire world, the tallest <laughs> building, all that kind of crazy stuff. Whatever. Okay. So Malta, and then but none of the good stuff like booze and women. Yeah. That's what they're missing. And then rounding out, or at the bottom of the list, you want to take a crack at it? It's a place you're familiar with. Hmm. With the smallest amount of yachts. Yep. The country with smallest amount of yachts. Uh, it'd have to be a poor country like Haiti. No. It's not a poor country. It's not. I, I'll, 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 UK? Give, I'll give you a name. What? Richard. Branson? No. Trico. The Bahamas? The Bahamas. Has the fewest number of Ten. yachts. In that reporting period. What? Dude, I, oh, wait, oh, wait I just minute. read it. Oh, hold on, hold on. You're talking about between July and what? Between July 23rd and July 27th. Oh, and so if we... If there July. were 10. Well, yeah, but it's it smack dab in the middle of summer. It's hotter than hell in the Bahamas. Okay, I'm not... Listen, I'm not Well, that's why I'm saying that's the Bahamas. Not a, I know, but that's not fair. I'm just saying they're at the fair. bottom of the list. Yeah, if you did it in like, uh, you know, December or January when people are... All the snowbirds are cruising over to the Caribbean and the Bahamas, they'd make out like bandits and be number one probably. Well, 
But what's, in the, what's not the clear is what, is what they consider a yacht. Because depending on where you are in the world, um, you know, boat manufacturers, you'll find 26-foot, you know, uh, pocket cruisers, if you will, yeah. that are yacht certified. So this, the standard U.S. Coast Guard BIA plate or whatever isn't there. It's, it's, it meets yacht certification. So people will be like, eh, I've got a yacht. So what, what makes it a yacht? Certification process. Okay. And, and what, what happens when your vessel is yacht certified is there's not a capacity plate that gets put on. You know, th- this vessel is rated to carry nine people or 1,350 pounds. Right. So when it's yacht certified and you don't have a capacity plate, it's then up to the determination of the captain or the owner of the vessel to properly load that boat and operate it in such a manner to where everybody is safe and you're not causing an issue. So the captain in Louisiana who has a 12-foot John boat and is cruising around getting gators. Your 12-foot I dubbed the a yacht yet. You're not going to find a 12-foot John boat that is yacht certified. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, but, so, but you just said the captain can say, as long as I'm safe with my passengers, no, I'm no. calling. They say, yeah. No, no. This here's a That's yacht. Not, I don't that, care that what not, you say. That is not what I said. I said as a yacht. I'm the captain. It's a yacht. You better give me proper respect or I'm going to kick you off this thing. You're going to walk the plank. You got that? You got that, pal boy? You got that, cowboy? All right. If the vessel is yacht certified and doesn't have a capacity I certified plate, it. Well, then there you go. Yeah, if you want to etch it. You going to question my authority? Of course. I don't think so. So. Uh, yacht certified, you know, when I was. Means. When I'm delivering. You still haven't answered the question, Patrick. It meets certifications with. By the by, the NMMA, uh, by ABYC. So, it is. It, does it have anything to do with the length of the boat? No, it has to do with how the boat, the systems on the boat, bilge pumps, float switches. Again, uh, the way the boat's constructed, that it meets the requirement for yacht certification. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that gets you out of having a capacity plate. So, it puts the onus, if you will, on the captain of the vessel. Yeah, the person who is in charge of driving the vessel, who owns the vessel, to make sure that it's properly loaded. So what do you so, think would be the smallest yacht out there? I, th- I think you'd find them, depending on the manufacturer, you could find them probably 23, 24 foot. You okay. probably have some that are yacht certified. So what the article didn't make clear is what they consider a yacht. You know, are we talking strictly power yachts? Are we talking, are we taking sailboats into account? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's some big sailboats, Maltese Falcon, um, A, uh, that huge behum- be, uh, that huge uh, sailing vessel, right? Uh, which when I said A, because that's the actual name of the vessel is the letter A. Oh, uh, what do you mean? I thought it was the Maltese Falcon. No, no, you've never seen the A. Uh, I don't recall seeing it. I saw it in person. You remember that? I saw it over in Saba. The A. I saw the Maltese Falcon. No. That, that's not the giant sailboat that was like a record when it was uh, out there or you know i mean this was about five years ago five six years ago maybe even longer and it had anchored up next to uh Saba on one of my uh dive vessels no that one um yeah i think that is it yeah that's not the, the maltese falcon that's a oh well is that the one with the metal uh is it the metal sails yeah 
Well, see, I, I I saw it at night, and I I don't remember. I mean, I, it might have been. Is, and the, the picture like, is a little deceiving like, because the whole that whole transom folds down, and it's like a huge entertainment patio. You know, there's boats inside of it. That that thing is huge. Well, it, you know, it was like 300 feet long or something. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I saw it. It was anchored up next to Saba, and uh, but it's not the Maltese Falcon. It was the. Uh, that's what I saw. But this isn't the Maltese Falcon. This so, is this. Why is, did you say it was the Maltese Falcon and then call it the A? What's the difference between the Maltese Falcon and the A? Those are I'm two gonna, different boats, I'm aren't gonna, they? I'm going to show you when we come back from the break the difference between the Maltese Falcon and the sailing vessel. Well, that's, a. this is going to work great on the World of Boating Radio Show. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me. Or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast listen up the ship is sinking okay we're going down right now just wrap your heads around the reality of that in five minutes, this ship is going to be at the bottom of the lake, and there aren't enough spaces on the lifeboat. Who are we going to save? Who's going to fix this ship? We got the ship we're Who's going to fix this ship? Who's going to fix this ship? 
This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, and Captain Patrick navigating the latest boating news and information, and then a bunch of stuff about uh, yachts and different types of sailboats. A Maltese Falcon, one of the largest, if not... When it came out, it was the largest sailboat, most technically advanced sailboat uh, of, of its day. It may not be the case In 1990, now. that boat launched. Uh, the Maltese Falcon? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, so I was correct. Yeah, it was completed in 2006, so I mean, right. it, it took a, a, yeah. a quite and, a long time. Yeah, but and I, I probably it, saw it about three or four years after it had been out it, there. It is a measly 289 feet long. Correct, yes. The A is a whopping... 468 and a half feet long. All right. So it overshadowed the Maltese Falcon when it was released. Almost by half. Yeah. But see, you confused me when you brought up the Maltese Falcon, and then you said it was I didn't bring up the Maltese Falcon. You did. I don't know. I think you did, but we'll leave it at that. I bought up the A. You said, yeah, I saw that boat when it was a blah, 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 I was talking about the Maltese Falcon. I wasn't talking about the A. I was talking about the A. I was talking about the Maltese Falcon. So there. I'm right. You're confused on. just because Maltese Falcon has the letter A in it. That has to be what, what threw Does you it? off. Maltese. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That's it. We'll Do you actually had to think if the letter A was in Maltese Falcon? No. I'm just trying to make sure you're correct. I'm just double-checking your uh, information, you know? <laughs> hey, we have, have, you, have you ever... Have you we ever, need spell check, by the way, obviously. Have you ever been scuba diving off the Cook Islands? I have not. Is that uh, on your list? Um, I, I actually have been invited to go there, and I almost did a trip there at one time. Isn't that by the the, the SCE Skellies or what is the, the Seychelles? Yeah, Seychelles. Uh, isn't that by there in the Cook Islands around that area? I don't know. They did Survivor in the Cook Islands at one time, so I've, I have seen it and thought, hey, that'd be what? a great place to do some scuba diving. Yeah, and you're you're a paddy instructor, right? You're a dive I master? Am, yes, yeah. correct. I'm uh, a dive instructor, thank it, you very it, much, is, is, and a dive master. Is that is that kind of a, a tight-knit community, the what? paddy dive instructors? Not really. No. So nope. you don't so you all you don't know each other? We all do our own thing. Okay. Yeah, why why do you ask? So do you, do you know a guy named Lincoln Male? No. No? Okay. Should well, I? Well, he and his fiance uh, decided to get married over in the Cook Islands. Okay. Makes sense. Underwater. All right. That is a fairly common occurrence. Too common. Yes. It's time to put a stop to underwater marriages. Why? Well, because it's, it's, a, it's a harbinger. Uh, I mean, your marriage is already underwater. Get it? No. Yeah, I wish they would just. I just wish they would just stop with that and the proposals out by the water because it always it, the, the ring always somehow winds up in the water. Well, you know, it would the, if because, you were because proposing guy, or getting married underwater. The ring's going to be underwater. Yeah, but you know, we we do those stories about people who propose. They're out on a boat. They're on a pier. Yeah, you know wherever it is, and the guy is so nervous. You know that he winds up. He's, his hands are all sweaty. Mm-hmm. He pulls the ring out and whoop. Or he misses her finger because he's a moron. Right. You know, and it slips on a hot dog that she's holding, mm-hmm. and that goes flying in the water. And then yeah. it's like they got to hire a diver to come in and try to find, you know, this uh, $10,000 ring. Yes. So, obviously, Captain Patrick is a hopeless romantic. I am. <laughs> hopeless? <laughs> <laughs> just stop it, hopeless. It, it, it Captain Patrick is hopeless. 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I Of course, I've seen many divers get uh, hitched underwater. Propose underwater is a, a pretty popular thing in the diving community. They, we've had the world's largest underwater wedding. Uh, the, you know, they've done that before and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, uh, it, it's okay if that's your thing. I'm not going to knock it. It isn't really something, you know, I it, it doesn't float my boat. See, now I would think like skydiving, you know. You, you, you propose, your, your, your fiance. All right, you got and, 20 seconds to and, say yes. Yeah, and the priest, and you guys are all hooked up, and you're all plummeting to the ground at 120 miles an hour. They better say yes. That would be cool. That, you know, there is something to that. Yeah. Uh, especially if you, like, you have your hand on the release chute. Like, if you don't say yes, uh, I'm taking this thing oh, off you. If they, if they don't say yes, you split apart. But if they say yes, then right. you kind of hook your harnesses together yeah, and just, uh, deploy disconnect. one chute. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, do or die kind of thing. I uh, that you know just kind of uh, adds an element of excitement to the whole process. So I'm with you on that. How we tie that into a boating thing, I don't know, but well, no, because you know we'll, we'll bring up it's it's water related. I mean, we don't always talk about everything boating related on the show. We, True, I you mean, can skydive. You, you you land listen, on a boat. We How will we will spend 40 minutes on this show just talking about you and your latest lobster adventure. Right. So don't get on me about that story is really not about boating. You know, because sometimes this is the world of Greg. Well, no. I say that we propose in, on a skydive, and then if they say yes, you gently, uh, you know, land with your parachute and your spouse well, or see, potential even, new spouse onto a boat, and you, uh, you know. After you jump from a plane that you were piloting. See, because okay. that all ties back into, you know, uh, just plain radio. Yeah, let's just tie it all together. I like yeah. it. Okay. See? All right. So we can come into some agreement there. Nice. Once again, uh, you know, I, I am right. Um, so that's what we're kind of coming to. Uh, you know, it's a good thing to come to a close where we can all agree. Uh, is now a good time to bail? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because you know, you you agreed with me. I don't think I did that. I think that's what I heard, and I think the tape will prove it. Rewind the podcast if you need to. And on that positive note, we will end it. Till next time, whether it's sail or motor, life is better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.